something comfortable, and I'll jump in after you. I'd love to, Pierce. Pierce, good luck and watch out for Colonel Wheatley. Bigelow, good luck and watch out for Captain Pierce. A lot of bulldog in you. I bet you went to Yale. Harvard. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, Simon. Hi, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 22, Temporary Duty. It's the 144th episode overall, directed by Burton Metcalf, written by Larry Bamalgia, originally aired on February 13, 1978, and the production code is Y125. So it'll be an even horse trade. The 8063 will send over their chest cutter and a nurse to observe our methods while you two sniff around their ballpark for a week. Pierce, are you listening to me? I'm all ears, Colonel. You're all eyes, Captain. That's because you're all there, Lieutenant. Down, Rover, and listen up. Now, the CO of the 8063 is a guy I served with in Europe. His name's Wheatley, and he's a stickler for regulations, especially hair length. We used to call them old white walls. I'll pin my hair up under my hat, and you better cut those sideburns. I know these temporary switcheroos are a royal pain in the saddle blanket. Well, why don't we just stay home tonight? You slip into something comfortable, and I'll jump in after you. I'd love to, Pierce. But in the long run, this program will be a big help to all the mashes. It's just that with new people coming in, you never know what to expect. Well, do you know who they're sending? I don't know about the nurse, but the surgeon is a guy named Dupree. He's supposed to be a whiz with a knife. Yeah, but can he mumble like me? All right, just soak in as much information as you can while you're there. We'll be fine. Oh, we'll be fine. There's a jeep waiting for you outside. I thought we were going by Pullman car. Pierce, good luck and watch out for Colonel Wheatley. Bigelow, good luck and watch out for Captain Pierce. I also have the plot summary. Colonel Wheatley of the AD 63rd wants each of the MASH units to observe methods of the others. Hawkeye and Lieutenant Bigelow are spending the week at the 8063rd, while the chest cutter named Dupree and Nurse Anderson spend a week at the 4077th. Captain Lorraine Anderson is an old friend of Margaret, army brats who grew up together. Captain Roy Dupree is an Arkansas hillbilly. Naturally, he is too far beneath Charles to notice, but Roy even annoys the placid BJ. Lorraine finds Margaret has changed. Margaret is upset when Lorraine tells stories of their old days to the officers. Gesundheit. End of the line, little lady. You bet it is, partner. Howdy there, cowboy. Uh, Howdy. The name's Dupree, Roy Dupree from the 8063. See, sort of rhymes. <laughs> We've been expecting you. Honeycutt's my name. Call me BJ. This is Corporal O'Reilly, our company clerk. Uh, yeah, you can call me Rita. Sorry, I don't rhyme. <clears throat> Well, tie me to an anthill and smear my ears with jam. Where are my manners? JB, Radar, I want y'all to meet the prettiest little filly to ever suit your belly wound, Captain Lorraine Anderson. Sometimes it's pronounced Lorraine. Sometimes mine's pronounced BJ. <laughs> How you do there, big fella? I do very well. Thank you. Charles Emerson Winchester at your service. How do you do? I'm Captain Anderson. Lorraine, yes, I heard. Don't permit me. 
Where should I bring the captain's bag, sir? Um, put them in the swamp, Radar. Royal bunk with us. How about some coffee? Uh, thank you kindly, J.J. Oh, um, where would I find Margaret Houlihan? Do you know the Major? Oh, she and I go back longer than either of us care to admit. Well, looking at you, that still can't be very fast. Thank you. You'll find Major Houlihan in the lab over there. And guest stars in this episode, George Lindsay plays Captain Roy Dupree. Uh, 41 credits to his resume, but sadly George passed away in 2012. And we have Marsha Road. She plays Nurse Lorraine Anderson. Marsha also appeared in Trapper John, M.D. And Edith Kent returns as Nurse Bigelow. dangling from our earlobes. <laughs> so, how have you been? You happy? Uh, you're married? Yeah. Well, how is it? Not so good. Oh. Well, tell me about it. Donald is gorgeous and brilliant, and he's going to be a general. We could have so much together, but he's in Tokyo, and it's very hard to squeeze a marriage through a tiny little telephone wire. Hey, this war isn't going to last forever. It already has. Listen, the terrible twins are together again. Now, here's the plan. Uh Uh-oh. We re-pierce her ears. I know it. (laughs) Go find your colonel and melt down all his medals. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Why don't you start us off, Meds? Yeah, I really like this episode. There's some nice nice little lines in this. I I love the line of... uh, with Hawkeye going, I'm all ears, and she turns around and says, you're all eyes, Captain, which is a nice, <laughs> another like, nice little line. This is the first time as well that um, we see the Boston sign. Charles puts a Boston sign up. A little to the left, dear. If I'm over to the left, it will not be pointing toward Boston. What difference does it make? Nobody's going to Boston anyway. Just knowing where it is is a great comfort to me. Uh, on oh, top cool. Of the, yeah, on top of the... On the um, pole, yeah. yeah the, 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 you know, where everyone else is, and uh, yeah. it changes colour, like... It's, it's, Bright white when he puts it up. Um, I like the way Dupree, he, he is the most irritating man ever, and he constantly gets uh, BJ's name wrong by calling him JB and JJ. <laughs> um, but the, the story as well, the backstory between La, uh, Lorraine and Margaret, where they, they knew each other from 15 years old, is uh, really nice. And as, as you say there in the notes, where Margaret starts to get annoyed the fact that she's telling them all the, her friends about you know, what that was like in their old days. And then yeah. they have that big argument in the tent. I want to know one thing before I go. What happened to your ears? What? You used to have pierced ears. Yes. Now they're closed over. Yes. You're all closed over. There's not an open spot anywhere on you. What happened to you? Do you mean why don't I act childish and undignified and silly? Why don't you have fun? I'm not here to have fun. I'm head nurse. I've got responsibilities. Damn it, a lot of people depend on me. Do you know how hard that is to live up to? Margaret, do you hear yourself? You sound like one of those rigid, sour old nurses we used to make fun of. All right, I've said enough. I'll go. 
Wait a minute. I'd like to tell you something. When you first got here, it was like looking at a picture of us in a family album. I loved you. And then later I hated you. God's sakes, why? Because you're still as free and open as we both were then, and I'm not. No, you're not. What happened? I don't know. One night I was at a party drinking and dancing, and the next morning I was in a war in charge of ten nurses, and the party was over. I was afraid if I didn't get tough, they'd get soft. I mean, you were just plain afraid. Maybe I was. I guess so, yes. Margaret, you can't let this happen to you. You can't let Major Houlihan take over your whole life. Now, that khaki's got to come off at night. I don't know any other way anymore. It's been too long. And it's, again, wonderful acting from Loretta Sweet here where, you know, she turns around and, and, and Lorraine says, what happened to you? Why aren't you good? And she goes, I, I hated you because you haven't changed. You're still carefree. And Margaret admits that coming to the mass unit and having to be in charge of all the nurses, as you know, and, and having to probably as well stand up to the other men in there. Yeah. Has made it a lot harder. And she goes, and she then asks them, well, you've got friends. Why don't you just try letting your hair down with your friends now and then? I don't have any friends here. You have a whole camp of people out there. If you'll just let them in. It isn't that easy. Margaret, you make it difficult. You try so hard to be perfect, you make it impossible for anyone to please you. Why don't you ease up a little? Let people know you're human. Let them know what I've always known. What a, a warm, caring person you really are. You know, because I haven't got friends here. I mean, clearly she has, but she doesn't think anybody is actually friends with her. And uh, and it's Lorraine who points out, you know, I know how sweet and kind and caring you are. You know, show everyone else. And again, mm-hmm. like I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, this is one of those episodes in which you do see a change in Margaret. Mm-hmm. In, the, in fact, right at the very end, when she turns around and asks BJ and, you know, Charles where they're going. Where are you going? Who are you talking to? Well, the two of you, where are you going? Oh, I don't know. I've got a letter from Peg I've only read twice. I was going in the swamp and revel in the quiet. How about a cup of coffee in the mess tent? I'm buying. Sure, Margaret. Sounds fine. Good. I thought maybe we could talk. Talk? Yeah, to talk. Sure, talk. <laughs> right, Charles? Fine. Oh. And she said, would you like to go for coffee? And they both look at each other and they agree. And it's that <laughs> wonderful start of it, you know. And also at the end as well, where the, the fact that Charles, uh, you know, Hawkeye comes back and Hawkeye admits that they hated him and uh, they didn't like his kind of sense of humour and his, you know, and all that. Yeah. And, uh, and they all, they, Hawkeye, uh, sorry, Charles and BJ are pretending that, uh, oh, well, the other guy was fantastic. He was brilliant. And then Charles suddenly goes, God, I've missed you. I knew it. Turned my back for a week and to help us into the cooking sherry. Hey, welcome back, stranger. Ah, uh, Pierce, do sit down, regale us with tales of your adventures with 8063rd. Yeah, how'd it go? They hated me. Huh, really? The doctors, the nurses, everybody. Uh-huh. Kept telling me I was dough. <laughs> they said you guys got the better part of the deal. The guy was fantastic. Hated to see him go. Oh, yeah? No offense. No, 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 no. We're kind of sorry you're back. Oh. Huh. Thanks a lot. Yes. I never thought the day would come when I would admit this. 
But God, I missed you. He's he's an absolute nightmare of a man. But it's wonderful the way that they they get rid of him by um, turning around and saying, uh, oh, we've got a horse here. Uh, You you can ride him if you want to. And he's uh, he's drunk. And there he is riding around the camp on Sophie. Um, Part of his horse, yep. And part of his horse. And part comes out (laughs) and he just has an absolute go at him and says... What's that idiot doing on my Sophie? Taking a moonlight ride. Sophie. Dupree! That's me! Ha! Come on, Sophie! Dismount that animal immediately. That's an order. <laughs> Good girl, Sophie. I'm sorry. This wasn't my idea. Rough and ready to go again, Colonel. Lower up in the chute. Dupree, I don't ever want to see you around this horse or my camp again. In fact, this war ain't big enough for the two of us. Come on, Soph. You can step on his hat if you want to. Because I was going to keep him. And yeah. you think, oh, my God, you know. And, and he, I mean, he is bare, you know, unbearably over the top. Um, it's a really fun episode, this one is. It really is. There's some cracking lines. But, again, it's it's really important because the fact that um, you see a break, you know, the break of Margaret again. She, slowly that, you know, that onion's being peeled away and we're getting to see the real version of her. And as, like we said uh, you know, a couple of episodes ago, her and Klinger always develop through MASH. And this mm-hmm. is one of those episodes. Yeah. No, I, I like the fact that this change in Margaret continues. Yeah. It's not like a one-off. It's not like... Because sometimes, you know, early on we would see her become buddy-buddies with her nurses or something. But then she'd go back to being the hard Margaret again. And not that yeah. we don't see the hard Margaret in future episodes, but we see less and less of it. And she becomes poor, She becomes more part of the group of mm. people. You know, and, I, and I, I think you're right. I think this is the turning point for that episode. I mean... You know, when their friends talking about her, I, you just can't imagine Margaret being that way, because we only know her as this hardcore army, yeah. you know, professional. That's all she she is. So hardcore army to see this other fun side, this other more you know more just I don't know. It's just it's a, it's really cool that we get to see this this new Margaret. You know that she gets to finally start changing and yeah. start liking. And I the fact that they appreciate Hawkeye more. You know, after being stuck with uh, Dupree, yeah, Dupree, yeah, <laughs> which which is great. Yeah, I mean, it's always fun to to uh, mix things up. You know, to lose some characters and bring in. I mean, because these were like fairly heavy roles for characters. Oh, they yeah. weren't just some side characters that just kind of came on. You know, they, the the bulk of the story was you know was based on those two new new people being thrown into our regular crew. Hmm. Um. And I agree. I like the fact that they got rid of Dupree by uh, kind of tricking him into <laughs> taking Potter's horse, which is yeah. definitely a no-no. I mean, that's definitely that's a, a quick uh, quick transfer. Yeah, drink, uh, drink, uh, that. drink driving a horse as well. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. But yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good episode. Again, it, it, they're all good episodes that we've watched this past batch. I keep yeah. saying that in all the previous podcasts. These are just all really good episodes to watch. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I look forward to, because I, I know what's coming up in some of these episodes. So mm. it's lots of good stuff is coming up. Uh, this is only mid season, mid, you know, midway through the series. I know. How long have so, we been going? Uh, six plus years. Six plus years. So I'll be, uh, I'll be just nearly 50. But <laughs> I'm going to be, in, I'm going to be in my 50s when we yeah. finish this. <laughs> I just turned 46 two days ago. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be in my fifties when we finish this podcast. But no, I see, uh, I'm just I'm still a sprightly forty three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, yeah, another like I said, another, another really good episode. Yeah. You see, Captain, severe kidney damage. But we've found if we can save the lower pole, he should have fairly normal function. You do marvelous work. Yeah, I just love playing doctor. While you're playing, Hanukkah, do explain to her that the ureter is the key. If that is not salvageable, you can write off the entire kidney. He seems very sure of himself. Oh, yes. I like that. Captain Anderson, I'm about to save this boy's leg with a very delicate arterial transplant. Care to be fascinated? I'd love to. Excuse me. Yeah. It's time to give up the theater. They're starting to walk out on me. No, 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 my dear, you, you come closer. All right. All right, hold the clamp exactly like that. And now in the center ring, Major Charles Emerson Winchester in his performing ego. Very skillful, Doctor. And you're very observant, Captain. What are you doing after the operation? What did you have in mind? Well, I thought we'd avoid the mess tent and have dinner together. I'm sure I can scrape up potluck from my larder. If, of course, you don't mind having red wine with the squab. <laughs> you're unbelievable. That's right. Hey, you two, no hand-holding in the abdominal cavity. Yes, and can we please keep the conversation on a professional level? That'd be a first. Well, come on, we always talk professional. Clamp, sponge, shower cap, rubber duck. I just love the way y'all josh around. Damn, this is more fun than skinny dipping in the creek with the Pittman sisters. Captain Dupree, there are ladies present. And accounted for? Not since last year. Oh? <laughs> Excuse me, but this is an operating room and not the back of a school bus. Come on, we were just making conversation, Margaret. It's major, Captain. You're distracting the doctor. Not at all. Doctor's doing very well, Margaret. Captain Anderson, if you don't mind, I'd like to speak with you after this session. Come off it, major. We were just after the session. I do love women with spunk. All right, let's move on to some behind the scenes. I think Meds has our first one. Uh, yeah, Colonel Potter's horse Sophie has magically changed colours from when Vader gave her to him. <laughs> well, I think uh, Sophie changed sex as well because it used to be a male and yeah. then became a, a so, female. So. And some is, some is missing. <laughs> <laughs> when Nurse Anderson is lured to Winchester's arterial transplant, BJ clearly asks Houlihan for a scalpel. She gives him a clamp instead. Neither of them noticed this. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Uh, there were three spin-offs uh, from MASH. Trapper John M.D. aired from 1979 to 1986. I have not seen any of those episodes. I, <laughs> I don't even think they were aired over here. Hmm. And that was about Trapper John McIntyre's present-day tenure as chief of surgeon back in San Francisco. And, of course, he didn't star Wayne Rogers. Uh, Aftermath featured Colonel Potter, Father Mulcahy and Klinger working at a veterans hospital in Missouri uh, right after the events of MASH. It was cancelled, sadly, in its second series. Uh, you're a fan of that, aren't you? Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, it has Potter and Klinger and Mulcahy. Those are like three of my favorite characters. Uh, and finally, Walter. Uh, Walter is spelled out exactly the same as Mash has. Uh, followed the new adventures of Walter Radar O'Reilly, who became a St. Louis cop after losing the family farm and his wife, uh, not Patty Haven, uh, and attempting suicide. Ooh, blimey. Uh, yeah. the, pl- uh, the pilot wasn't picked up, I wonder why, and only aired once and only in the Eastern and Central time zones on CBS on July the 17th, 1984, but is available on YouTube. Is it really? It is, yeah. I've never seen it because I was on the east. I was on the west coast, and it never aired out here. Yeah, it's uh, it's de- well, at least some of it's on YouTube. Whether it's the opening first five minutes or something, but I've seen. Oh. To be fair, I've I've seen the first five minutes, and 
Uh, maybe it is only the first five minutes because I, I, nothing else stands out. But it, yeah. it, it wasn't good. Yeah. Well, I mean, the premise, um, him attempting suicide and off of a divorce and doesn't even sound appealing. Was he his, Do you think it means his wife had attempted suicide or him? No, he attempted suicide. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. That's not a great start, is it? No. I mean, that's, that's, that's the premise of Radar or Raleigh episode, you know, series. Mm. That doesn't even make sense to me. Oh, well. Yeah. Can you imagine what it's going to be like if Potter arranges that transfer? It'll be like living in a prairie purgatory. I'm back in a saddle again. In there your skin doesn't Sounds like our boys discovered Rosie's bar. How's my old swamp buddies? Ah, how you doing there, BJ? Who's you doing there? Hey, how come you can't have a name like everybody else? Now you take old Chuck Waggett here. Come on, slop along. Time for you to draw into bed. Hey, you know, I used to ride my daddy's ponies like this back home. Oh, did you know? Get along, horsey. Like horses, does he? Uh, uh, Hanukkah, is it your turn to take Sophie for a walk or mine? Sophie? Oh. Right, right. I think it's mine. Done. Hey, who's Sophie? What's she look like? Oh, about six, eight, hairy legs, longest nose you've ever seen. You mean a guy in a dress? No, Klinger, no, this is the company horse. You boys got a horse here in the compound? Sort of the camp mascot. Hmm. Do you ride? Oh, I was riding bareback before I could even speak. Hey, what do you say? Can I, can I ride her? It's all right with me. What do you think, Charles? Well... All right, but just this once. Hey, let me at her. Stable's right behind the motor pool. Gotcha. <laughs> right behind the motor pool. Yeah! Who did he fall for that? Not as hard as Ponda's going to fall on him. Oh, Charles, you're beautiful. Where'd you learn to be so sneaky and underhanded? From your own peers. It's the sole area in which both of you excel. You are too kind. Not tall. After you, as it should be. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website and there is a PayPal button. Or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy. And you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH 4077 Podcast. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we both agree. We both gives it a thumb up. Really good. Yep. 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 Good one. Cool. All right. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. How was I supposed to know it was the Colonel's horse? That's just a goddamn shame, ain't it? The Colonel said you better be out of town by sundown. My head's the size of a blue ribbon hog. Lorraine, here, let me carry your luggage for you. Why, thank you. Always a gentleman. Uh, I've been saving an old bottle of Beaujolais for a special occasion. Uh, perhaps we could share it to wish you a bon voyage? Charles, I'd love to, but uh, somebody has to drive this thing. I've enjoyed our time together. So have I. You are certainly one of a kind.
Yes. I... Thank you. I... Thank you. Have a safe trip. Ah, don't worry about me. With Roy along, it's the Chinese that are in trouble. Ready to ride, Paul Revere? You want me to drive? Mm, no. You just watch out for red coats. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you soon, Margaret. Yeah, it's through. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Mash fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So, if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Written by Larry... Oh, God. Bamalgi. How did I say that before? Uh, Bamagia. Bamagia. Okay. Wants each of the MASH units to observe methods of other... Wants to observe... Hmm.